It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from the heartland, where investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Paranoid Banker Podcast. So, uh, if you've been paying a lot of attention, and we've talked about it this morning, and I had a meeting with some people last night, actually, uh, you know, some multifamily owners like you guys, and probably like those watching on video or um, or listening. If if there's ever a time you want to be a seller, if there's ever a time you want to sell your apartment community, small or large, now's the time. Uh, now the caveat to that, though, of course, is if you want to finally take your chips off the table here, go off into the sunset, so to speak. Now's the time to uh, to do that, because right now you are seeing the highest prices paid for multifamily communities than you've ever seen right now. And so we could talk about whether there's a bubble going on or whether it's going to burst soon. Uh, can this be sustainable? But we can talk about all that. We're not going to do it on this version, on this podcast version. We're not going to do that. I do have my opinions on it, and I'll be talking about that uh, in another version. But what I want to focus on is something that we talked about just a little bit ago, and I want to spend a little bit more time on it because it's very, very important. And that really comes down to what I just said. If, if you're looking to sell, now is a great time to do it. Now is probably the time to do it. The market is awash with cash. The market is awash with investors looking to put their money somewhere. Um, individual, institutional, doesn't matter. And multifamily is the place where a lot of people want to go. So prices are going through the roof. And for those that may not be totally familiar with it, just to give you what I would kind of call the uh, the push cart version of this, you know, the residential market right now in many areas of the nation are, you know, people paying 10, 20, 30, 40 thousand dollars over list price just to get the property. Uh, hardly any contingencies in the offer just to buy it. Well, the same is really going on in multifamily. Not in all levels of multifamily size-wise, uh, but you see this in the larger multifamily properties, 100 units or more. Uh, of course, if you're in some larger metropolitan markets, 50 units could be a $5 million, $10 million. So you're seeing it there. Uh, but larger transaction sizes, you're seeing this more than the smaller ones, but you're still seeing it most everywhere. There's overpaying going on, there's competitive bidding going on, uh, and it's the same in multifamily right now as it is in uh, single family, okay? So that's like the general idea here, which is a fact. And I'm recording this with you guys in the middle of July, 2021. Okay, just for reference when somebody might actually watch this. So back to what we talked about. It's a great time to be a seller if, if you're done. If you're done. Okay, but it's a bad time to be a seller if you're not. What am I talking about? By the way, it's a terrible time to be a seller if you're not interested and taking all your chips off the table, going off into the sunset, and moving on. Okay, it's a terrible time. What do I mean? How can I? Why would it be a terrible time for a seller right now? 
mainly because there's nothing to buy. There's nothing to buy. So if you are a seller of a multifamily property, ideally your goal would be to take whatever proceeds that you get out of the sale, that high record price sale you're going to get, move those proceeds into another property tax deferred using the 1031 exchange uh, strategies that still as of today you can still use, move that money tax deferred into another property. So I get, I don't know, four or five phone calls a week at least from somebody saying, hey, uh, I've either got my property on the market or my property's under contract or it's already sold uh, and I need to do what? I need to find a replacement property to complete my exchange. What do you have? I have what everybody else has. Not a damn thing. Unless you want to pay a record price for it. So think about what I just said. You're going to sell your property for a record price, but more than likely, you're going to move that money into another property at a record price. You are not going to see, we get, we get delusional with this. Here's what's not going to happen. What's not going to happen is you're not going to sell your property for a record price, and within the parameters of a tax-deferred exchange, move your money into a property you're going to get a great deal on. The odds of that are a million to one right now because of the way the market is, which come in full circle, that's why there's nothing to buy. So I'll use myself as, as a quick example for you. We sold um, a couple of, uh, we sold a 16-unit property, we sold a 32-unit property and a 36-unit property, okay? With the thought being, we're going to take those proceeds, roll them into something larger, so really combine the three sales into one property. So now we don't own three properties, we own one, and it's, you know, we take our 80 units, make it into 180 units, so that's, that was kind of the, the thought. Do you think we could find something at a price point that made sense for us to buy within the time frames of a tax deferred exchange? No, we didn't. Now, I found some properties that we pursued. I found some properties that we made offers on. I found some properties that we were pretty aggressive in trying to buy but we ended up not buying them because I will not pay more than a certain dollar amount for these properties because the risk is way too high if we do. So in that case, what I'm forced to do is take my profit, pay my taxes, and then just take my profit and put my money over here and still have it available for another acquisition when the market cools off a little bit, which it will, by the way. This isn't going to be sustainable. This is not going to last. 
okay? But what happens with most investors now, and you may be one of them, what happens is they sell their properties, now they're under this tremendous pressure to find a replacement property to exchange into, they end up not finding the ideal replacement property, they end up paying more than they should, more than they want, or in some cases buying a property they really don't want in order to do one thing, complete the tax deferred exchange, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Because why would you overpay and own something you don't really want to own in order to save on income taxes? When you're still making a profit anyway, you're better off paying your tax, putting your money over here, keeping it dry and ready to go until the ideal property comes along that's going to make sense for you. Am I making sense here? But what a lot of people end up doing is being forced in, into a corner where they're doing this and they're not happy about it. They're just satisfied they got the exchange done. Well, now you're living with that property, the results of the overpaying for it, the results of the property you probably really didn't want, now you're living with it for years. Okay, so 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 hit the brake, you know, tap the brakes here a little bit. Think about what you're doing. Again, if you are going off into the sunset, you're done with multifamily. You're taking chips off. The, nothing, what I'm saying doesn't make it, it doesn't mean anything to you because you're just going to cash out and you're on your way. But if you're not going to cash out. If you have a plan of sell for a high price, take the proceeds, buy something else, that's a sound, logical thing to do. I, like I just told you, I tried to do the same thing with three of our properties. But be aware, there's nothing to buy. There's nothing to buy. And the chances that within that exchange time frames that we all have to deal with, and you, you can, yeah, you can get creative with closing dates and, and all that kind of stuff. And I've been, I know all that, and I've been down that road. But you're not going to find anything. So you better be having the conversations now before you sell about what your plans are going to be if you don't find a replacement property. Rather than making these quick, rash decisions on the fly in order to complete your tax deferred exchange. So as weird as it sounds, there's nothing to buy. Nothing to buy. We're at a point that I have not seen in over 30 years of, look, hyper, hyper, hyper buying activity. So that's driving the prices up. And so is the lack of inventory. And there's a few other things involved in that too, but those are the main things. And so make get your planning done. Give this some thought and keep in mind that you are now in an, air, in an area of uncharted water and you will not, more than likely, unless you get lottery ticket lucky, you're not going to sell your property for a shit ton of money and then buy a property at a great deal at a discount. It's not going to happen. 
So then the question becomes, do you sell your property anyway? So we get, um, on various properties we own, we get probably four or five inquiries a week. Do you want to sell? Do you want to sell? Do you want to sell? And of course, you know, it's always no. And, you know, the, my response to them is, well, what are we going to do then? What are we going to do with our money? Yeah, we can sell and make a lot of money. Um, yeah, we can do that. But I'm not ready to go off into the sunset yet. I'm not ready to call it a day and move on. So now what do I do? Yeah, I got a transaction done, but now what do I do? Okay, so some things to think about for you investors, especially you multifamily owners right now, when it comes to looking at selling your properties, because it's always crossing your mind, knowing your values are going up, you're seeing what's going on out there. Just keep what I've just told you in mind, okay? Thanks for joining Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.garmanblog.com. Thanks for joining Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.garmanblog.com.